What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Picking Corners on the Box Lacrosse channel, presented by our good friends over at Party Can. They can make the party happen. Um, they are a, a wonderful company that we are happy to work with and really thankful for their support. Um, they are tied to uh, all of our BLL teams associated with the podcast, and you've probably seen some content coming from them recently with their player of the game sponsorship. Um, all that kind of stuff is awesome, only elevates the platform for us and elevates the platform for their product. So we truly do appreciate them. And we suggest you check out their product if you're into the partying endeavors at drinkpartycan.com. Again, you can find them at drinkpartycan.com or on Instagram, partycan. They're waiting for your attention. We are excited to be back with you today. Uh, we got Cammy Mack, Garrett, myself, Tucker LaBelle, and Larson Sundown of the Six Nations Chiefs of the New York Riptide and of the Haudenosaunee Nationals. Uh, Larson, thanks for joining us today, and hopefully we'll be uh, entertaining for you uh, on this very fun podcast ride. Thanks for having me on, fellas. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. Uh, love what you guys are doing. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Round the horn, gentlemen. What's going on? We got okay, Cam and Garrett. We square up in a, in a, a box matchup tomorrow. I'm going to drive down to Chicago. Uh, mix it up with you guys, Garrett. I won't cross check you accidentally in the face this time. I promise. Um, yeah, nice. So we get to we get to mix it up on the floor. Kim and I have actually not played each other while knowing each other, so that'll be kind of fun too. Um, and uh, just kind of reunion for the podcast. But aside from that, what's up, Camp Garrett? Come on, Garrett. Garrett's overwhelmed with everything. He's got work going on. He's you know building some websites and protecting the world from evil. Um, yeah. That's what I know you do. I want to hear from Garrett. The guy hasn't been on a podcast in three months. So I know, I know. It's been a while. Um, yeah, I just got back from Vegas this first week back to work and everything for like the past, it seems like two weeks. Um, but we're chilling. Um, the hotel Wi-Fi sucked, TV was even worse. But I convinced one of the bars to like turn on ESPN and ABC at a couple of the right times and caught some of the PLO games. Um, so that was kind of cool. But other than that, I'm happy to be back. Uh happy that the uh the msl is kind of you know, really kicking up so i've been watching that to really understand what good box defense looks like so thank all y'all out there for that because your boy has been learning a couple things yeah larson let's let's just let's just jump into it man uh two two big wins right game one got one on the road last night how how's the team feeling and how are you feeling individually about uh you know how you're kind of matching up here with the lakers uh, I think I think we feel good. Um, the the guys are certainly excited about the performances that we put together, and uh, you know we're all very confident in in uh, you know what we're capable of, and uh, certainly uh, tired. You know it's uh, it's a long road. The playoffs are, but um, you know we're we're excited to uh, you know obviously have this opportunity with the group that we have, and uh, I know for myself being a first year on the team, it's uh, it's been an awesome experience so far, and. You know, just like everybody else, definitely beat up and uh, a little tired and sore. But, um, you know, we're really excited uh, to uh, play them again in Six Nations on uh, on Monday. Totally. Can you can you quickly, like, not even interview question, but I think this is good context. Can you just explain kind of the difference from your perspective of NLL to MSL and kind of just like a brief understanding of MSL from your perspective? Um, I, I mean, a, a lot, actually, a lot of the the rules have been changed for MSL kind of to uh, the, the NIL rules. But I mean, really like the big differences are, you know, you can't really uh, dive behind the net. Um, yeah. I, I'm not too sure of the crease, you know, crease rules in the front of the net, but I know in the back of the net, you can't dive. Um, and then, 
I, I, if I'm being honest, I think that, you know, is really, really the only thing, you know, the, the gameplay, it's, you know, it's the same speed and it's obviously really intense and uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, contact going on, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's relatively the same. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it must be pretty cool to be playing for six nations. First time you're in the finals, right. For the MSL. Does it feel similar to playing on the NLL stage or is there kind of a different, you know, atmosphere to it? Um, it, it definitely, you know, obviously in like our arena and, you know, Peterborough's arena, it's, it, it has that uh, NLL atmosphere because of, you know, the fans and, you know, obviously the high level of play and, uh, you know, obviously the, the talented players. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, for myself in my first two years, we, we didn't really get to the playoffs. So for, for myself, this, uh, this experience this year has been, you know, obviously really, really nice to be a part of, um, you know, just cause, you know, being in the playoffs, uh, you know, there's just, um, a certain level of excitement, um, you know, around it. And then obviously, you know, just going, going deep like we are and, uh, you know, having the the group that we are, it's just, you know, makes it definitely makes it special. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really cool to see, um, you know, not to, not to necessarily talk shit, but Peterborough needs to get their, their Wi-Fi together because the game last night was, was pretty choppy when I was trying to watch <laughs> it. No issues in, in the six nations arena, but uh, you know, maybe Peterborough can invest in some fiber optics or some shit, but uh, to, to kind of pivot from there, I want to, to talk about some of the things that are going on this weekend as well uh, in the junior NLL uh, kind of tournament they have going on. So um, for those of you that aren't aware, the NLL has put together um, this, this kind of program that centers around the teams and trying to get local kids from each area to, you know, play at certain levels. I think it, it goes all the way down to like U9 or U10 and then all the way up to like U17 or U18. I don't, I don't remember the specifics, but uh, I know that that's that's definitely been a big push for them, um, and it's cool to see that they're really investing in the towns that they're in, especially um, you know talking to some of the guys in markets like Vegas or San Diego, you know where you don't necessarily picture box across being played. Um, I think it's a cool opportunity for them to you know get those grassroots kind of initiatives going in the community. Um, Garrett, I, I'm curious, you know, what are your thoughts on the NLL doing something like that? And and what does it say to kind of the future and, and where they're going that direction? I like that they're starting to invest in their younger players and younger fans, essentially. Um, we know that NLL has been around for a while, but, you know, a lot of their fans seem to be more, I don't say more older folks, but depending on where you are, you know, you catch a lot of home fans, but you're really starting to get kids like, all right, you know, this is this is an option, you know, to even play the NLL, but also just to be around it more. And I look at it as it kind of just generates more um, more opportunity for people to come in and look at it. Because now you have not only people that, well, I watch lacrosse because I love lacrosse. I watch lacrosse because my friend plays it. I watch lacrosse because my kid or nephew plays it. Now everyone's kind of at the same time looking at the NLL essentially with this. They're not looking at you know the twenty million different youth teams that exist. Yeah, hundred percent, um, Larson. I'm I'm curious. Is this something that uh, the NLL has you know kind of been doing throughout the season? Do you feel like these initiatives are starting to come up more and more where you guys are partnering with the youth, kind of you know in the area of the, the teams that you're playing on? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it's been around for quite a while. 
Um, and, uh, you know, obviously like you guys touched on, it's, uh, it's a really, a really cool opportunity for the kids to, you know, especially in those areas where they don't have box across, uh, you know, to get that experience and then, uh, you know, also get the chance to, you know, be with the kids or, you know, be with the, uh, be with the players. Uh, you know, it's, um, you know, it's really cool to obviously, you know, for myself, like I was a fan, uh, for, you know, basically almost 20 years until I was drafted. Uh, for the bandits and you know getting to watch those guys you know from the floor or you know maybe on tv is is one thing but you know getting to be uh, up close with them you know and obviously get to you know learn from them and just you know be be at a, in a practice setting with them is uh is a very unique opportunity and uh i think it's a an awesome initiative and it's uh i i think it you know i'm not, I'm not sure exactly when it you know you know starts for the for the kids um but i do know obviously it runs you know through the through the summer months so guys can you know, put, uh, you know, put their full time in, uh, you know, with those uh, respective groups. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and, you know, not to, not to necessarily get, you know, too far into more interview questions, but I'm curious, you know, especially with lacrosse and box lacrosse still being in its early stages of, you know, a professional product and kind of rivaling other professional sports. Is it, you know, still, I guess somewhat not surprising, but is it, is it pretty cool to have experiences where you're playing for six nations or you're playing for the riptide and there's kids at the game that are cheering you on getting to have those interactions. What's that like for you? Oh, it's all, it's awesome. Um, you know, and, and especially in those hotbed areas like six nations, um, you know, those kids, you know, that those, those areas, they, they live and breathe uh, lacrosse. So, you know, whenever a game's going on, you know, those kids are in the stands and um, it, it's, it, 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 it certainly adds to it. Um, you know, I think, you know, obviously we're going out there for wins and losses, but, um, you know, when you have those uh, off the floor interactions between the locker room and the, uh, the floor there, you know, when you get to high five the kids, it certainly puts things into perspective, you know, like you're doing, uh, you're doing something a lot bigger than, you know, just putting the ball in the net or, you know, uh, setting a pick. It's, um, you know, it's, it, it's very special to have their support and, and obviously just, you know, to have those kids there and, uh, it's awesome because, you know, half of them are already on the floor. Uh, but, you know, as soon as the, you know, the buzzer rings, we don't even get a chance to get off and they're already got their helmets on and, and they're getting ready to go out there and, and do some shooting around for the, ne- you know, for the next 10 minutes. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So, you know, especially because I was one of those kids too. So I, I know, uh, I know how important it is and, um, you know, how cool it is to, you know, get those guys high fives. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's how you build a strong fan base and and also just grow the game in general, right? Giving those kids the opportunity to take the floor and be on the same, you know, turf or sport court or whatever it is that that these, you know, pro players are are playing on. That's that's a pretty cool opportunity. Um Tucker, you're you're surprisingly quiet over here. I don't want to, you know, talk for the and carry this whole podcast. What's going on in in your uh, realm over here, brother? What do you got for us this week? Um, well, I have been inundated with our freshman class and our transfer class moving into campus. So it's been full coach mode for the last, probably the last week, I'd say straight. So we got eight, eight new players coming in this class for the fall and we have four coming in the spring. So now it's kind of shifted to working with those guys who are coming in the spring and getting them all set paperwork wise so that they're good to move in in January. So it quickly shifted from let's get everyone moved in now to let's get everyone moved in, you know, come um, spring semester. So that's been awesome. And we have kind of 50% transfers, 50% um, true freshmen, which is a really cool kind of balance. And then we'll have, you know, a roster pushing 30 this year, which will be our biggest roster in school history. So it's been a a lot of that. And then 
now it's coming down to practice planning and getting their, you know, physicals turned in and paperwork and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, the coach hat has been on after a massive summer. And then it's also now wrapping up our box season. Obviously we have two games left and then apparently we're going to Colorado for something I was told. Um, so now it's figuring all that out as well. Um, and yeah, man, loving life, living life, having a blast watching some the cross. I don't think we've really talked about, you know, how your own players have reacted to you being on a podcast and like talking to people like Larson, right? Blah, blah, you know, big kind of players in the sport. Uh, what's their reaction been, you know, when they when they found out that you're doing stuff like this? Uh I, I think it's funny to talk to some of them now and even recruits who are like, oh. Like I listen to your podcast or something like that. Um, you know, it doesn't really get brought up necessarily. I don't really bring it up, but a lot of the times like they'll reference it or like I have one kid that'll call me after every podcast and want to talk about it. Um, so it's, it's funny. It's really cool. And it's funny. And it, I think offers them more than anything, another education into the game. And that's, you know, we obviously started this as entertainment more than anything, but it's, you know, greater access is connecting the box world to a greater lacrosse community because, for my guys, you know, most of my American guys, especially don't know a lot about box, don't know what the MSL is. You know, they know what the NLL is and they're, they have a very simple knowledge of that, but, you know, offering this podcast and having someone on like Larson and, you know, having people who are way more connected to the game, I think is great to connect to, especially a college age audience or younger, because, um, you know, we're giving them an education that's outside of mainstream lacrosse because, you know, the PLL has been great at making, their version of lacrosse mainstream, but that's one filter of lacrosse. Like, you know, I always say that when they make the claim, oh, this is, you know, the best lacrosse in the world. I'm like, well, not really. Um, And it's people buy that and run with it because they don't know what else is out there. So having this podcast is awesome because we're able to provide further knowledge than just what you see on ESPN when you turn it on on a PLL weekend. Um, So it's been really cool to have a lot of the younger guys, especially absorb that and see it. And then um, even people on campus who don't know a lot about lacrosse, they've started listening to it and they're, you know, getting knowledge on what the game of lacrosse is and its origins outside of just the PLL, which is really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. And and speaking of the PLL, um, we saw our, our girl Sierra rocking the uh, Cannons jersey right on the sideline. She uh, she didn't look like she was having a great time, but Tucker did tell me before the show that she posted a photo in the Cannons jersey and that specific jersey sold out within like an hour. So yeah. Ryan Drenner is getting a lot of dividends back on his Jersey sales because which of, is, which so. is awesome. Um, and beyond that, Russell Wilson was there as well. And then I actually saw his interview um, at, at camp or whatever they're doing right now, right. Getting ready uh, or, you know, practice for the upcoming NFL season. He was really talking about how impressed he was with lacrosse, how he, he really enjoys the game. Um, and I'm curious, you know, Garrett Tucker Larson, if anyone wants to jump in, what does it what does it mean when you see someone like that that has a stage a platform uh, talking about the game? I mean, it, to me, I feel like it's it's definitely good for the sport. But you know, curious on what you guys think. I like it, you know, especially when at least they know what they're talking about. Sometimes it's not like they're just like fed a couple lines and it's actually kind of sincere. It's cool. Um, the one that surprised me the most was that was the Method Man um, collab when they did that last year. That was like. That kind of took me by surprise, but that was pretty cool. Um, but I mean, I, I always like it. I'm always a fan when people you know at least give like a yeah, I know about that. <laughs> I think it's really good for 
you know, the, the, the three big, like if we're going to talk NBA, MLB and NFL, their audience is so great. And it has been so great for a long time that anytime that a, you know, a mainstream figure from them can talk about lacrosse in a public setting is phenomenal. I mean, especially like when we, when, when the PLL started putting stuff out about, you know, Tom Brady being a lacrosse fan and his kid plays lacrosse, a lot of guys who were football players started playing lacrosse because it was quote unquote trendy in their eyes because they saw Tom Brady associating with it and now they love lacrosse. So whatever it takes to get a greater audience involved in the game, I, I feel like it's positive. Um, and I think what Russell Wilson said, listening to his words, I think that was sincere and accurate, which I can appreciate when it's not scripted like that. And it wasn't like they interviewed him on the field at the PLL game. He was at a camp in an NFL uniform. Like that was him speaking on his own, um, which I really, I can appreciate that. And I, again, I think it allows lacrosse to reach a greater audience. Are there more Denver Broncos fans that now, you know, wonder what lacrosse is or are looking into it? Probably. I would imagine if they're, if their QB is talking about the sport, they're going to at least Google it and look it up, which uh, I can appreciate more eyes getting on the game because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Larson, I'm curious, playing in New York, do you guys ever get any high profile, you know, athletes or celebrities that come out to a game or is it mostly just kind of local fans for the most part? Um, no, I mean, we've, we, we brought a few people out. Um, we, we, I can't remember, you know, there was, you know, one, one celebrity, uh, not like a, you know, crazy, crazy name celebrity, but, uh, we, we, we had this one, one, uh, girl come out and then I think we might've had a, a fighter or something like that. Uh, but I, I think it's awesome. I think it's so cool. Like even, um, Las Vegas, I, I think it was Vegas. Yeah. They had, uh, Devontae Adams out for their game and, you know, obviously just to have someone, you know, that, uh, of that stature and, um, you know, from, you know, such a, I guess like, you know, we were talking about earlier with the, you know, Russell Wilson, like same, you know, same background NFL. It's, it's really cool to have them in the stands and, um, you know, it's awesome that they're, you know, watching and, you know, obviously even what Russell was saying, you know, it's, it's cool to have him bring it up and at their, uh, you know, their facilities and, you know, within their own interviews and it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it- Hoping to see that more and more, right? Um, I mean, you guys being, you know, close to New York City, obviously that's a lot of high-powered people there. So it's cool to hear that uh, the Riptide are, are trying to extend, you know, some sort of attraction or, or bring in those people because it's only going to help the sport, especially if we can just get it, you know, have it more notor- notoriety, be on a bigger platform, things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much everything that I had for our first portion um if you guys are cool i think we kind of jump over to, to larson's interview and and we grill him and give him the rundown here what do you think I'm ready for this one all right Garrett. all right hey everybody welcome back if you stayed if you're still here good you stay locked in if you're not you're just now joining for the second part of the of this episode i need you to like run the tape back listen to this in the beginning okay you need the whole experience the entire time every time don't worry about ad breaks don't worry about any of that just worry about the entire episode. But since we're here on the interview portion of this, we have the one, the only, Larson, the sunny cloud sundown. Now, it's funny because like the entire time he has this like very, very stoic face. He's very, he's always all business. But the second you talk to him, his face lights up. And he's a great guy, which is why we have him for an interview today. So, Larson, I have one thing I wanted to ask that was interesting was you're you're playing for six nations chiefs this is your first year on the team you also played um at the world lacrosse championships that 
um, cross, there was some kind of crossover with their schedules in that. Um, it looked like there weren't as many, you guys, I don't think you guys had a game during that week. Um, but what was it like going from MSL world games back to MSL? Like, how was that transition? I know it's, it's a lot of lacrosse in like such a short amount of time. Uh, it was, it was good. Uh, our, um, our management did a pretty good job of uh, scheduling. And I think maybe the league just came to an agreement on scheduling, you know, to, uh, you know, not, not conflict with the world game schedule. So it wasn't, um, it, it wasn't too hard. I, I would say, you know, it was more or less just, um, you know, being very busy and then, you know, flying off uh, to, to San Diego and, and uh, really getting right to work, you know, with uh, what we were doing as a group there. Um, but it, it was good um, uh, for myself. I'm more of like a, uh, pick setter and a uh, crasher and uh you know crasher towards the net in in box so it was uh you know a little bit of a transition to you know be more spaced out and um you know i guess adapt adapt back to the uh field uh you know field tendencies and stuff like that all right well i know you're probably gonna rock it when it comes to next year in utica um you know just a little bit more same game same style um now with your current run with six nations you guys are doing fantastic okay Love that. Love watching the games. They're very Thanks. high energy. Um, I could I didn't watch the last game, but the first game of the series, uh, it was very um at first it was like okay, you know, Peter uh, Peterborough's they, they're going the Lakers are going a little bit. Then all of a sudden, you guys just hit like a spark, a, a switch hit, and it was like go, 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 go. Um, and it's always very fast, but also very calm and organized. It's not chaotic as it looks. Um, what are some things you think attributes to that? It's like like that kind of organized chaos. Um, I, I I think it's um, you know obviously the players we have in our locker room, um, you know guys like Randy and Ben McIntosh, Lyle, uh, you know you know Austin and and uh, Shane Jackson, Eric Fennell, you know all of those guys, Bomber, um, you know they're all uh, they're all such uh, poised players, um, and they're so um experience um so i think you know obviously you know a, a new game brings a new or yeah a new game brings a new challenge but I, I think you know a lot of these guys they've been in these positions before and you know they kind of know how to how to go about uh you know themselves and and obviously you know how to uh, lead the group um so i i think you know it's uh it's very calm cool and collective um you know simply because of the of the guys that we have and then you know obviously our, our coach jt uh He's he's incredible and uh, he he does a good job of uh, you know bringing us down to an even keel when you know when we need to. Nice. Well, you guys are really rocking in the current series, so keep it going. Um, I'll have some more questions later on, but you know, let's see what you guys got these next couple of games. <laughs> Thanks, man. Chuck, I want to talk about San Diego. Is that something you were going to touch on? No, you take it. Go for it. All right. So, you know. With with kind of the environment that you're in, right, you're getting to play with a lot of the same players across different teams, right, being with the Haudenosaunee and also with Six Nations. Um, what was it like, though, having that experience going back to the dorms in San Diego, getting to be so close with those guys, basically live, eat, sleep, do everything together 24-7? I feel like it's probably got to help you guys now having that chemistry. But what was that experience like for you? It, it was awesome. Um, you know, I think a lot of us, you know, when we leave school, we're always, you know, telling, you know, everyone else at home, like, man, I really, I really miss my team. And I really miss my guys and, uh, I miss being, you know, with them all the time. And, and 
I think you ask anybody who played in, in that tournament or, or who is in a setting like that, um, you know, getting the chance to, to be in, in a dorm setting with your, with your friends who are all grown up. Uh, and then you just go there and you kind of act like kids for a little while. And uh, obviously we're there for a main, a main goal, but at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're all there to uh, enjoy each other's company. And uh, I think I, I was very fortunate to be a part of that team because they're all, uh, you know, everyone in the nationals was, um, really, really, really good guys. Um, and you know, all, uh, all, all, all were there for the same goal and, uh, certainly all enjoyed each other's company, you know, while being there. And, uh, I think, you know, obviously the tournament didn't go our way, but, um, you know, we always, uh, we always tried to remind ourselves of, you know, I guess, uh, I guess those aspects of the game that, um, you know, are, are bigger than just the wins and the losses, uh, you know, getting the chance to battle with your, with your brothers is something special. And then, you know, when you get to be around them, you know, right, right after, and, uh, you know, obviously beforehand, it, it makes things fun, you know, being, uh, being at the university was awesome. And I, I had a really good room, so it was, it was a good time. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it, it you know, there's something to be said, whereas you're, you're obviously, you get close with a lot of the teams that you're on, right. Whether it be in college, NLL, professionally, wherever that is, right, with the with the Six Nations Chiefs as well, right. But it, it's a totally different experience when you're all traveling together, you're living together for multiple weeks, right, and really just getting to spend quality time with each other without having any other responsibilities going on. So, you know, it definitely seems like it's translating into the product you guys are putting on the floor right now, and it's it's pretty cool to be able to watch you guys in San Diego and then see a lot of you go and, and play for six nations. And, and, you know, it's, it's a pretty exciting to witness that journey. Uh, Tucker, by all means, man, what do you got for us? Yeah, I guess Larson, uh, kind of take us through, you know, your college career and your college journey that led up to you kind of being drafted and then, you know, playing where you are now, what was, what was that like and kind of what led you to make the decisions you did to play in college? Um, so in, uh, in high school, I just, uh, you know, what wasn't, uh, you know, did, didn't take care of my grades, uh, you know, too much kind of just, I thought I could play, play lacrosse and that would take care of it. Um, so I, I, I went to underdogs community college for two years and, um, was, uh, under some really good leadership and, you know, once again, surrounded by really good guys, um, and was fortunate to uh, get a scholarship to limestone. And I was there for a year and a half or basically two years. Yeah, I would say like two and a half years, actually. I redshirted there and then played a, a season and then had one ended by COVID. Um, and then after that, uh, unfortunately, you know, with COVID, a lot of the guys in my class had the, you know, had the opportunity to either come back or, um, you know, finish up and, and go home. And um, I, I was kind of put in a position where, you know, I, I want, I still wanted to play it at, uh, at a high level with, you know, my friends, but, you know, my friends were leaving and, uh, you know, not to say that, you know, anyone at Limestone, you know, wasn't uh, my family or I didn't want to continue to play with them. It was, uh, I think at that point in my, in my life, I had spent nearly, you know, almost four and a half years away from home. Uh, cause I'd been playing, uh, in BC in the summers. Um, so it was just a lot, a lot of time away from home. And I think, you know, for myself, I just needed, needed to be uh, closer, closer to my family. And, uh, thankfully RIT, uh, you know, gave me an opportunity and uh, was able to go there for a year and was drafted in the fall. So that was kind of, that was kind of weird. You know, you kind of go through your senior year and you don't know if, uh, you know, if it's your last, you know, your last opportunity to play competitively because 
you know, you don't know how camp's going to go. Um, but it, it was awesome. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thankful, so thankful for every single, uh, you know, team that I've been a part of, um, you know, and every single one of my teammates um, always brought me in with open arms. So, uh, you know, my, my college experience was a little bit of uh, a little, little well-traveled, but it was, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the, for the world. Cool. Like that. Yeah. It's always about the journey. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that's part of the, the pretty cool, you know, thing that we get to do here, right. Is, is hear all these stories and it's, it's never the same thing twice. Right. Um, and I, I think, you know, Larson, you've got a really cool story kind of working your way up through, you know, the different programs and now seeing it all come to fruition and, and playing with six, six nations. So right. Being in the NLL, um, Speaking of the NLL, I know that obviously your main focus right now is the MSL finals. Are we starting to to think about, you know, the upcoming NLL season? Are, are the guys starting to hit up the group chat? You know, what does that look like? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I mean, we're, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, main focus is MSL finals and, uh, you know, playing, playing past that. Um, but, you know, obviously uh, our, our, my group and, I, and I'm sure like a lot of other groups are very tight and, um, you know, we're trying to set up you know, golf outings and, you know, guys are getting together for workouts, you know, obviously getting closer to the season. Uh, so it's awesome. Um, you know, our, our group chat, you know, whether, you know, guys are got something going on or not, you know, we're, we're always in there just throwing jabs at each other. So I, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been active and I'm excited, you know, obviously to uh, have all those notifications and, read all the uh, dumb things that my, my teammates say. Yeah, absolutely. What's it like playing with guys like Riley O'Connor and Jeff Teed and, you know, some pretty big names in the sport. Has it been a, a cool experience for you? Uh, absolutely. Um, Jeff, uh, Jeff and Riley, you know, they're, um, they're, they're, all, they're great lacrosse players, but they're, they're awesome individuals uh, off the floor. And, uh, you know, I can say that about every single one of my teammates on the, uh, on the riptide there, you know, we have, we have so much fun. Uh, you know, with one another. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it certainly, you know, makes, makes flying away on those weekends, you know, it, it, it certainly adds to it. Um, you know, it's, um, it's such a privilege to play, uh, to play this game at that level. But, uh, you know, with the guys that you do, um, you know, especially, you know, Jeff is, uh, Jeff and, um, Jeff and Riley are, are awesome guys. And, you know, everyone on that offense, uh, I, I I absolutely love going to work with them and, you know, uh, getting the chance to be in the uh, film sessions and little meetings that we have, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's obviously a, a, a very high level of seriousness, but, um, you know, guys like Connor Kiernan and, and Riley never fail to, uh, to, to make a, make a joke or make a jab at someone and uh, get the whole room laughing. So it's good. Yeah. It's cool to see you get excited, you know, when you're talking about that, it, it clearly means a lot to you and it, it's, it's cool to get that insight and kind of, you know, see, see what it's like on the inside of things. Right. Um, Larson, you know, unless anyone else has any outstanding questions that they, yeah. they didn't get to ask Garrett, do you, gotta, you still got, got one? All right, go for it. Of... And then we'll wrap right, it up. So... You guys got to prepare I know, for, I know. you know, the rest of the MSL final. So we got to let them go. So, so, uh, you had a, a nice little career going. I don't want to say little career. You had a nice career that's still going. Um, what's been some of the favorite moments that you say? Let's say, what is the most favorite? What's your favorite goal that you scored? Everyone's got one, and it means something special. What's yours? Um, I think uh, I think my favorite goal scored would probably be. Uh, 
would probably be uh in the Minto Minto final. Um, but I I had I had a couple of that game, um, you know. But um, you know, one one where I just came back from you know an injury where I thought I might not be able to finish the game. Um, and then I had awesome trainers there who you know kind of kind of brought me down to earth. And it's like Larson, your leg's not gonna fall off. You can still play. <laughs> Um, so I, I got back out there and was able to score and it was just, uh, you know, brought the, brought the excitement back on the bench and, uh, kind of, you know, uh, I guess, or I would like to think helped us, uh, you know, win that, win that game five. Yeah, definitely did. And then last one, um, favorite teammate out of your entire career, um, for whatever reason it may be just either if you want one, you want to name a couple, um, Favorite teammate. That's, that's really hard. I, you know, cause for one, I've been on a lot of teams, um, <laughs> but I, I, I would have to go with, um, the, my, my, my roommate for the, uh, for the, for the riptide now, uh, his name is Mac Mitchell. Uh, he's a guy I met from, uh, from Orangeville, Ontario. He plays, uh, played with him in Victoria and then we were lucky enough to be on the same team in New York. And, um, you know, obviously two guys, uh, I, I'm from, you know, you know, Basem and, and he's obviously from uh, Orange, Ontario and uh, was was very lucky to uh, room with him in Victoria. And he's just uh, an awesome, awesome individual. And, uh, you know, one of the best guys I know and, uh, and you know, never fails to make me laugh. So he's uh, he's definitely one of my favorite teammates because, you know, as uh, as as much fun as we have, you know, away from the away from the floor, when we get on the floor, it's it's so much fun, you know, battling with him and, uh, you know, obviously understanding that we're both just trying to uh, make the best out of each other. Nice. Love to hear that. I love to hear like people's favorite teammates after it's over the careers. Everyone's a different answer, but it's uh, different reasons for different things, but it's nice to hear you. So, you know, people say nice things about their teammates too. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you know, pay homage to the people that got you here. Right. So. Oh yeah. Well, Larson, really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, this has been a great conversation, and you know you're always welcome back. Typically, we give our our guests just a a minute at the end to shout anyone out or you know give any words of wisdom. So, if you got anything for us, by all means, it's it's your your time. Um, no, I mean, uh, you know, maybe maybe my mom will listen to this. Give a shout out to my mom. She's ah. uh, she's best. Uh, but yeah, no, I. I don't have any words of wisdom. I'm still learning myself, so I don't think I can uh, give too many of those. Well, uh, first of all, great shout out. Second, we're really excited. That was the first mom shout out. Yeah, absolutely. First mom shout out. But moms need recognition just as much as anyone else. So uh, we appreciate you coming on. We're really excited to support you and, uh, you know, what you guys got going on for the Six Nations Chiefs, your your upcoming NLL season. Um, You know, we'll definitely be supporting you and, you know, we can get you on for another episode sometime soon. Love to have you, but again, appreciate your time and thanks for coming on. Of course. Thanks. Thank you. Fellas. Love, love what you guys are doing. Uh, as a, it was a good, good time today. And I appreciate the uh, nickname. That was, that was, that was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> thanks, awesome. Perfect. Well, good luck uh, in your upcoming games here. And uh, we're excited to, to see what you guys got. So good luck. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys. Absolutely. Yeah.